My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wake Up and Thrive. I I am really loving the irony that this podcast is providing for me. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to make more time. And, you know, I've really been in this season where my time is what used to be. I had a lot of free time. I had time to go play and rest and um, kind of do what I wanted with each day. It's now being filled with a lot of work. And it's work I'm really passionate about, so it doesn't feel like work, um, but it is taking a lot of time. And it's not just this week. Really, for me, this whole season is has been about creating. I am in the process of creating such an exciting offer that I know is going to reach more moms and it's going to offer the support that I know many of you need. But with that, right, has come a lot of doing, a lot of work. And so this week, I caught myself saying, oh, my God. I don't have time to do everything I want to do. And even though I know like in my head that's not true, in the moment, it really felt true. So when I was thinking about this week's episode, I could take this topic on making more time for as a mom. I could take it in a million different directions, right? We could talk about organizational hacks, how to stop procrastinating, time management, creating work-life balance, how to prioritize self-care, and so on. But when I think of all of these things, none of it really matters if we don't understand this one truth. We do not need more time. We need more awareness about our current time and more decisions about what we actually want to be doing with our time. Because spoiler alert, you can't make more time. Trust me, I've tried. We all have the same 24 hours in a day and that will never change. The truth is, like I said, we don't need more time. Truly, we have enough time to get it all done. The key word is all. All of what? All of what you, all of what I want to get done. That's the huge discerning factor and really where we have to start if we want to get our time back. What is it that you want more time for? So at the end of this podcast, I'm going to share a little bit more details about this free guide that I have created for you guys, um, and it's really going to change the way you look at your time. So be sure to stay till the end and be sure to go in the show notes and grab that guide for yourself and share it with all your mom friends. But for this week's episode, let's break it down into three things we need to keep in mind when we are trying to create more time, okay? Um, And I... My brain is personally, it's like 
it's always so cluttered. So one way that helps me make it less cluttered is by using alliteration. <laughs> so that's what I've created for you guys here today. So here we go. If you're a mom and you're wanting to get back your time for the things you actually enjoy doing, you have to remember to dedicate, designate, and delegate. So let's talk about number one, dedicate. Dedicate some time to do what? So before we can actually get to work to create more time, we have to know why we even want that time in the first place. I connect with so many moms that this really is, first of all, a missing step and also one of the hardest. They are so disconnected from what they actually want. They just know whatever they're doing currently isn't working. It's leaving them feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and constantly in their head, and they're just not enjoying their life. So the first part is really to dedicate. Dedicate just a few moments. It takes like 20, 30 minutes to sit down with a pen and paper. And actually, if you grab my guide, the Make More Time for Mom manual, um, I leave space and I, I give you guys some really good reflective questions to ask yourself to help you kind of draw out your desires. And as you make this list, you're going to see that so much of what you're spending time doing, it's not even a desire of yours. In other words, you see it as a have to and not a want to. And what I really want to point out is when your to-do list is made up of more have-tos, that is what creates the feeling of busyness. That is what creates the feeling of overwhelm, right? Like I'm a mom of four. I'm starting my own business. I work in the hospital and I run a household. And I'm going to be honest, I have a busy life. But actually feeling busy and feeling like I'm not in control, it's not something that I experience a lot anymore because I have this good balance. I know what it is that I want and I really try to um, balance. If I can't balance my day, I try to balance like my week with work and play and rest and all of that. So really take time to figure out what is important to you. And it's okay if there are some you know, chores or, or whatever, or have tos that make the list. As long as it's something that you're like, oh yeah, I really do want to do that. I want to do it for my family. I want to do it for the greater good of our household. Right. But you'll notice as you're making this list, there's going to be things that come up where you're just like, oh, no, I do not want to do that. Nope. Doesn't make it on your list. Okay. When I did this exercise, I realized how much of my day was spent doing things simply because I thought as a mom, I should be doing these things. So maybe your mom used to do these things, like cook a home-cooked meal every night, or maybe your Instagram feed is telling you that you need to be doing certain things, like making cute character lunches for your kids every day, or rearranging your mantle for every holiday, right? Like, nope, those are not me. We decorate in my house for Christmas and we decorate for birthdays and that's it because Jesus and family is all that matters, right? But these again are things that before I was really connected to, what do I like? Like what does Bridget, what lights Bridget up? Um, I was just filling my days with things that lit everybody else up. Um, and what resulted was that at the end of it, I was completely depleted. So really dedicate some time to figuring out what it is that you really want. The second thing is designate. So designate time on your schedule for the non-negotiables. Okay, so you have your list of things that you want. And maybe there's like some big things that are like on your wish list, right? Like you 
you really want more family trips. You really want more um, family adventures, right? That's something that you're going to work towards. But maybe there's something on that list that is a non-negotiable that you're going to do every day. So maybe it says like move your body. Okay. So if you want to move your body every day, schedule it. Don't just talk about it. Schedule it right? We as moms are really good at keeping appointments with our kids. We're really good at keeping appointments for our dog, <laughs> keeping appointment with our financial planner, but we break appointments with ourselves every single day. So I want you to think of these non-negotiables. You're designating non-negotiables on your, on your calendar, okay? You're designating, uh, pick two or three things from your desire list and say, nope, this is a non-negotiable. I'm, I'm going to do this every single day. So for me, moving my body is a non-negotiable. Does it look different every day? Absolutely. But that's a non-negotiable. I schedule in every single day. I get up at like 545. I kind of do my routine. The kids come down. By 645, the kids have eaten breakfast. I've kind of had my quiet time and then I'm downstairs working out. The other thing is when this is a non-negotiable, then at nighttime, when I'm kind of like reviewing my day for the next day, I see oh, I got to move my body tomorrow. And I make plans, right? It's the same thing when we say, when we see like, oh, our kid has spirit day tomorrow or whatever. We make plans, right? We lay out the costume. We, we get things ready to make it easier. So same thing the night before. If you know that you have a plan to move your body, lay out your workout clothes. Pick that workout class beforehand. And I also, I want to share this um, just for any moms that are listening. There's a free app called Fit On. Fit On, if you're listening to this, you should give me sponsorship. But it's a free app. It's F-I-T-O-N. And you can actually schedule in a class. Obviously, no one's going to come to your door if you don't show up, but it, it'll like alarm my phone and tell me, oh yeah, like you have a class, right? Okay. So this the first step is dedicate time to figure out what you really want. Second step is designate those non-negotiables on your list. And maybe something that's going on your non-negotiable list is maybe it's not, maybe it, it's more of a have to, right? So maybe it's a daily chore that you're going to do every single day. That's okay. Like I'm not preaching this. Let's just make lists of where we just get to like play and not take care of the stuff we need to take care of. No, you can absolutely have a non-negotiable chore on there. So maybe it's, I put a load of laundry in every single day, or I, um, clean the first floor bathroom, right? Whatever it is for you. But what I'm going to say is that if you're going to designate that as a non-negotiable, I want you to make sure you're balancing it with something that really lights you up. And again, my guide is going to go over how you can do this and it's going to give you a really nice template um, to do that. But it's that that balance between have-tos and want-tos that is really going to create the sense of control over your time. So the third thing you can do to get your time back is delegate, which I understand as moms, this is something we struggle with because let's be honest, we do it best, right? Like I thought this for a really long time. Well, I still think this, I'm not going to lie, but a lot of us do. We are, we are gifted with the ability to multitask. We are gifted with certain genes that other people in our family are not gifted with and that's okay. What's not okay is that in the name of doing things our way, we end up depleted, burnt out, overwhelmed, frustrated, resentful, right? That serves nobody. 
Okay, so I really want to take a minute to talk about delegate. Um, because I taught this class um, a while ago on procrastination. And one of the interesting things about procrastination is, or one of, I should say, one of the first things I ask my clients about when it comes to procrastination is, is this even really something you want to do? Because the truth is, if you notice there are things you continually put off, right? Like I meet moms all the time that are, that label themselves a procrastinator. They have just self-identified with that. And the truth is they're not a procrastinator because they, they don't put everything off. They just per, put certain things off, right? So I really want you to kind of, again, get in touch with what it is that, that really lights you up and the things that you really like. And if there are things that really need to go on that to-do list and you it didn't make your desire list and you really don't want to designate it as a non-negotiable, then I want you to consider delegating it. So I'm going to give two examples of this. One of them is something that came up with a client and one of them is something that I've experienced in my own life and how delegation really is such a time saver, right? Um, So first of all, I had this client who was constantly telling me that she was so messy and she was always behind and she was the most unorganized person and she's just not good enough. Okay. But the truth is the more that we dug into like, what is, what are the things she really, really loves? Well, she's really creative. She's really artsy. She loves playing music with her kids. She loves playing with her kids. And, you know, I have a daughter that is, that has a lot of those same traits and I'm not going to lie. She is one of my messiest kids, but I think that comes with the territory of having a wildly creative brain, right? Sometimes order, Sometimes orderliness doesn't necessarily come with creativity. Okay, sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. So instead of beating herself up, she really realized, okay, I'm just going to delegate this task. And every night I'm going to have my kids, we're going to do a family reset so that I'm not cleaning throughout the day. And then I'm going to hire a cleaner once a month. And just like that in and of itself, like giving herself permission to delegate this task was such a, not only relief, but such a huge time saver for her, right? Physically, obviously, and mentally. She was spending a lot of time beating herself up about this. Um, now for me, so in my life, I hate, 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 hate laundry. And I have four kids and a husband and we do laundry a lot. But in my opinion, it's like I am constantly on the go I don't want to do a chore while I'm sitting down, right? If I'm going to be sitting down, I want to be laying on the couch or sipping something warm with my feet up. But these are both things like I can't do and do laundry. So I delegate it because my husband loves to sit down and do chores. So he folds and he watches sports every Sunday. And it's a dream. It's a dream for him and it's a dream for me. And the other thing I'm going to say about laundry, you guys, is I do laundry one day a week. Like I'm talking fold and put away. All week long, my kids are coming down if their laundry baskets are full. And my husband and I are emptying our baskets into the wash. And we're constantly moving it through, right? And everyone in the family knows if you go to the wash and there's clothes in the washer, move it through. Okay, so everybody's been taught how to do it. It's a huge help for me, especially because we have our washer and dryer in the basement. And it's just big time saver. So all week long, it's just like this running, well-running, well-oiled machine, right? Laundry's just constantly going through. But we don't actually fold and put it away until Sunday. So I feel like I'm airing, literally airing my dirty laundry on here. But I do not wash, dry, and fold right away. I know a lot of my friends do. 
and that, you know, they love it. They love like the feel of the warm towels and making sure that their kids have wrinkle free clothes. Like they just love it. But honestly, when I sit and think about the things that I want to be spending time doing, I do not want to do laundry every single day. I do not because it requires me to sit down. It requires me to stop doing. And trust me, I'm all about like being present and living slower. But during my time when my kids are at school, I don't want to be doing laundry. I really don't. I've got other things I want to be spending my time doing. But this is really, for me, my biggest example of how I delegate. So I really want to leave you guys with kind of a recap of the three things that I want you to keep in mind when you're trying to make more time. First of all, first of all, dedicate time to figuring out what it is that you actually want. Like, what are you working towards? And there's no right answer. There's no right or wrong answer. It's whatever's on that list means it's important to you and what's important to you matters. Okay. So that's the first step. Second step is designate those non-negotiables. Whether it's a want to or a have to, it doesn't really matter. Just make sure that you're balancing it out. Um, you know, make sure, but, but make sure those non-negotiables are actually scheduled into your calendar and you're making plans for them. And then the third step, delegate. Delegate those tasks that did not make your list, but they're tasks that you still need, know need to, to be done. They need to get done so that your family and your household and your business so they can run smoother. Okay, like I'm learning so much about delegating in my business. Like that's, we'll have to talk more about that at another time, but delegate, delegate, delegate. And I know it's hard for us to ask for help. I know it's even harder to receive the help, but receive the help, let go. So when you take it off of your list, literally take it off your list, you guys. Let go of how it looks and just be grateful that it's it's getting done, okay? Um, okay, so I am going to leave you with one more bonus tool that I use as a mom of four. This is not a coaching tip. This is purely a mom tip. I will end with telling you about the guide. So I started this when my middle two, who are, they are 17 months apart when they were toddlers. Our mornings, it was pure chaos, right? Like a lot of the chaos stemmed from picking out outfits. Actually, it was finding clean outfits. I don't think I did daily laundry that back then either. But one night I decided to let my daughter, who even as like a two-year-old, she refused to let me pick out her clothes anyways. So I was just like, fine. And I let her not only pick out her outfit, but I let her go to school with it on. Or I'm sorry, I let her go to bed with it on. And the intention was just that one night because we had to be out early the next morning. But y'all, my morning went so, so smooth. My kids thought it saved time. They got to spend more time watching a show. And I know, I mean, I definitely thought it saved time. So to this day, my kids, besides my youngest, because he loves a cute set of pajamas, but my kids go to bed in their clothes that they're wearing the next day. They shower, right? They're clean. And then they put on a new set of clean clothes. But it is a huge time saver. So this is going to be the greatest mom hack you've ever heard in your life. And if you see my children out and about and you notice their wrinkly clothes, you know it's because either the laundry sat around too long and it's not Sunday or you know that they went to bed with them on. (laughs) So there you go. Um, Okay. Before I let you go, I want to just thank you for spending your time with me. I know how precious it is. I really do. 
Um, and I'm grateful for it. I'm really grateful for each and every one of you that keeps coming back to listen and is sharing the podcast. Um, it's meaning it, it means so much to me um, because I'm so passionate about getting this message out to more moms so that they can just enjoy their life because that's what I want. I want moms to just enjoy their life and the people in it. Um, so grab your guide. If you click the link in the bottom of the show notes, it will take you to a sign up page and you'll immediately get the guide into your inbox. Okay. And at the end of the guide, I, well, first of all, I would love any feedback. If it, if it helps, if there was um, something new that you learned, feel free to share it. And at the end of the guide, I talked to you guys a little bit about what's coming in the spring. So take a look at that, get on the waiting list if it's interesting to you. And that is all the time I have for you guys. Just kidding. But that's all the that's all the nuggets that I really do have for you. So I hope you have an awesome day. Um, I look forward to hanging out with you guys next week. And I'm actually going to be having my first guest on. So tune back in. 